0: Oh, that's right. A blanket. Mmm, smells beautiful in here. It smells horrible. Huh? It smells horrible. I don't like it. Really? My neutral smell is gone. Your what smell?
1: Neutral?
0: Neutral. I don't think you know what neutral smells like. I don't think so. I'm not sure that neutral is the is the aroma. What's fun doing way down there?
1: Chilling. Oh, wait. The bottom one isn't straightened out. We can't oh, put that one on top. Of it. Get on, there,
0: sister. Have a fun day,
1: yeah. What are you doing? Preparing for what? For when you sit, so I give to whip it around so aggressively.
0: <laughs> I'm an aggressive bed tucker in putter to bed guy. I don't know.
1: You're an aggressive blanket <laughs> person.
0: I am. When it comes to
1: Yeah, but you're like you chill. You gotta let it yeah. you gotta let the blankets chill.
0: No, you really don't though. Yes. You'll learn that with age comes you have to with
1: age comes more aggressive bed making.
0: Yeah. Because you have to let the the airflow that you create underneath it guide the the, the blanket to get it to where it goes mm. because otherwise if you're if you're not aggressive with it it'll get away on you you'll try to you know like fluff it to even it out to get it on the bed and and it'll just float away to one side you'll mm. you'll just have to trust me
1: I'm not gonna trust you. and then and then um it's uneven so apparently your work didn't do so well you know
0: it's only because i only had one hand if when i have both hands I have much more control.
1: One of my blankets is this way and that way.
0: Yeah. When you get to be a, an adult and you have kids of your own, you'll come to me and you'll thank me. I'm never going to thank you. I can't hear you with that thing on your face. I'm never going to
1: thank you. So.
0: Well, I you are. so what do you guys watch?
1: Claire for the straight guy. All day? Like two episodes.
0: I can't understand you with that. Take like that two off. episodes. You don't need to be doing that. Like I don't like run breathing running.
1: in my mouth. I hate it so much. Well,
0: then scooch back a little bit. Look a different way. I'm not breathing in your mouth. But I, I can't understand a word you're saying when you're covering yourself with your hand and your blanket. So. And it's never been an issue until all of a sudden, like yesterday and the day before. So. Don't invent neur- neuroticisms. So you watched Queer Eye for the Straight Guy the whole day?
1: Like two episodes.
0: What'd you do the rest of the time? Chilled. Can you be more...
1: I don't, I don't know, we woke up at like ten. Um...
0: Seriously, it was just today.
1: Well, I don't know. It's not like I'm asking. I don't you to remember recon. what we did once we woke what up. Did
0: you do when you were two. <laughs> did you go out of the house at all? No. Mm.
1: I don't remember what we did when we woke up.
0: We need to get you a bike. Yeah. Your old bike is rusting in the backyard, in pieces.
1: I feel like we watched a movie, but I don't think we did.
0: Did you watch Big Bang? Hmm.
1: Oh, we watched Blackfish, the documentary.
0: I've heard of Blackfish. What is it?
1: It's about orca whales and how they're treated in captivity. Oh. I've seen it four times. Seriously? Yeah, I like it.
0: Did you watch it on the big screen? Yeah. Yeah. There's been some backlash about that. What do you mean? Well,
1: towards Sea World because of how they treat them.
0: Um. Yes, but also towards the film.
1: The film speaks the truth.
0: Um. This film speaks the truth from one person's point of view.
1: Many people's point of view.
0: Yeah. But um, documentaries. When I was in college. I took a class on on film, and we talked about different genres of film. And one of the genres we talked about was uh, was documentaries. And there's a misconception that documentaries speak the truth because you're, quote-unquote, documenting something, that that necessarily means that that's the truth. And the reality is it's the perception of truth from one person's point of view, whoever makes the film. And by what you choose to include in your documentary and which parts of the interviews you choose to edit together and who you choose to leave on the cutting room floor, you can paint a very specific picture when even even if you're using nothing but quote-unquote facts. So, there are definitely some, um, some people that have orcas in captivity that haven't treated them well. But there's lots of them that have.
1: Well, it's not talking about, it's not saying that all of them are bad. Right. It's just showing you the ones that are. And it, it right. follows specifically you, one whale.
0: Yeah, but can, can you see that um, from a perceptional standpoint, by showing one that's mistreated, people can get the idea that it's all that are mistreated.
1: Uses well uses like specific names and stuff toward this one.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not yeah. it's not showing you like a bunch of them and saying all of these are bad. It's just yeah. that one SeaWorld. Well. But they treat them really poorly.
0: Yeah, I have a difficult time believing that. I have a difficult time believing that because the world works based on a very specific uh, economic force, and that economic force is based on supply and demand. And and it's not just one person or two people or a hundred people that are making those decisions. It's hundreds of thousands of people and millions of people are supporting other things about it. It's And, and the masses, when everything gets settled, they don't support organizations that, um, that treat animals poorly. There's a very vicious backlash that happens. It's not like anybody's making a very conscious decision saying, oh, we're going to, you know, uh, we're going to get the townspeople and we're going to get our uh, pitchforks and we're going to take them down Sometimes it happens like that, but mostly it happens by just, you know, individual decisions a little bit here and there, and and they equal the big thing. And and that hasn't happened, you know? SeaWorld's not going under. They're not closing their doors. They're jam-packed every day. They give a great show. Their conservation efforts are... um, you know, world renowned. They're what? Conservation. They conserve wildlife.
1: Like the ones that they have in captivity?
0: Sometimes, yeah. They're breeding programs. The mating programs. SeaWorld isn't uh, you know, it's not just about taking animals out of their natural environment and treating them badly and making them do a bunch of tricks. Much bigger than that.
1: So they're... Wait, wait, You're saying they can serve the animals by keeping them?
0: Yeah, because it's not just a matter of keeping them. Sometimes it's a matter of breeding them. Sometimes it's a matter of um, keeping them in a controlled environment so that they can control their diet, so that they can get the proper nutrition.
1: They live almost a one-third of the lifespan of one in the wild. Yeah, they, live, they say that they live twenty five to thirty five years in captivity, and they live like usually around ninety, like eighty to hundred years. Hmm. And they lie and say that well, the ones in the captivity live longer.
0: Who's telling you they lied?
1: Huh?
0: Who says they lied? How do you know?
1: Because in the well, the people that are saying it don't, they're just told to say that, but they're told to say that by the people that have them yeah. lie. Like when, well, people, when people ask, they say in the wild, they live 25 to 35 years, and here, and in captivity, they usually live longer, because they have all the veterinary stuff, but they live a lot, lot a lot shorter. Hmm.
0: I would encourage you to do some research separate from the documentary. I have. Because the, the, the documentary... I'm not saying that it's an entirely incorrect. But the documentary has a very specific point of view.
1: Well, it's not like it's made by college students. It's made by, like, wildlife and, like, like professionals.
0: It's made by a filmmaker. They have... All I'm saying, listen, I'm not debating this with you about whether it's right or wrong. You are I'm,
1: debating. You're. This is. You're making this into a debate.
0: But what I'm telling you, is, is to be careful about believing everything that you see on film. It seems like. It seems like it's the god's honest truth. And it and it isn't always. my ankle freaky. And listen, if there if 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 the mistreatment of workers is something that you feel passionate about, there are definitely organizations out there that have mistreated them and that And, and, and need protesters, and need people advocating. There's plenty of organizations where you can get involved in that if that's something you're interested in. All I'm saying is just keep an open mind on that when you're watching a, a documentary. Because there are always biased. And there's always another side to the issue. How is your shower? Fine. <laughs> are you looking at me like that far?
1: How was your shower?
0: Yeah.
1: Like What's every the other shower question? I've ever taken. Really? Mm. No defining factors of it. Wow.
0: You're a tired little girl. Let me say a prayer and go to bed. Yeah. You're less open to other people's input when you're tired. When you're tired, you have a set course mm-hmm. of action, and that's the only course of action you want to go towards. <whistles> tired Sydney okay. equals a non-tired. Okay. <laughs> equals a non-tired oh. Cody.
1: <laughs> okay. Did
0: you get that, job
1: Yeah.
0: Did you? Right.
1: Say prayer. God, pray for goodness, Sleep are going to go tomorrow and that dad and uh, mom will have a good day at work, pray for your mom's back, Pray for good day and let's we're going to tomorrow, man.
0: Yeah. Tell me, you have to go
1: to church. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with you guys. Okay. Good night. Love you.